Hello, everyone, and welcome to the BNB Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this episode, A Day of Reckoning. It is so good to be back. I missed you guys. I know I said two weeks last time, and it's been more like four weeks, but there's a lot going on. I want you to know that I sincerely apologize. I have so many things going on that I'm just totally scattered everywhere. My dad is supposed to have surgery and I was getting ready for that because he's going to be staying with me. And then this whole COVID-19 or coronavirus thing started and it threw everything into chaos. So I had to just handle all these things and then it caused issues at work and I just honestly didn't have time to get all my notes done. So I apologize so much guys and I am definitely trying to get more on a permanent schedule. I appreciate all of you and I love all of you for understanding. And I just want to say to everyone, please be safe. Stay home if you can. I don't want any of my BNB addicts getting the coronavirus. I am going to keep this intro short and sweet because this is a big episode. It is a four week mega episode and there's a lot to cover. I do not have any news for this week, but I do want to tell you guys something that I think you would find interesting. I posted a question on all my socials, and the question was, do you want Bill and Brooke together, yes or no? A lot of people responded, and I think you will find it quite interesting that of all the people who responded on all my socials, only three people said yes. And everyone else said no. So that made me feel better because I don't feel alone in my hatred for Bill and Brooke as a couple. It's nothing personal. I like both of them separately, but I hate them as a couple. So I just thought you guys would find that interesting. Okay, guys, that's all I have for now. I'm excited to get to the good stuff. So enough with the chit-chat. Let's get to the recap. Week one of our four-week extravaganza, February the 25th through the 28th. We start at Forrester. Steffi and Ridge are really worried about Sally because her designs are not good. And they might have to let her go. Across the hall, with Katie and Sally, Sally begs Katie to keep her secret. We all know, so far, she hasn't been that great at keeping it. Katie urges Sally to tell Wyatt the truth, but Sally is stubborn. She gets a text from Wyatt, and she decides, with some help from Katie, to at least see what he wants. She leaves, Bill comes in to see Katie, and she tells him that she feels guilty for betraying Sally's trust. Now, sometimes 
they throw us some clues. And this is one of them. Bill says, we figured out that keeping secrets from each other leads to disaster. Mm, foreshadowing. Bill also informs Katie that he heard a rumor that Sally's career at Forrester is about to be over. Over at Spencer with Flo and Wyatt, Flo urges Wyatt to spend time with Sally. Wyatt is just in awe of Flo's selflessness. Sally arrives to see Wyatt, so Flo leaves before Sally can see her. Or does she? Wyatt tries to convince Sally to give him another chance. As you can imagine, Sally is very skeptical. And who can blame her? Guess what, guys? Unbeknownst to Wyatt and Sally, Flo is outside listening to the whole conversation through, you guessed it, a crack in the door. Wyatt desperately tries to convince Sally to give him another chance. And she'll never be alone again. And it is killing Flo to hear all of this. But she can't stop listening. And I get it. Because I would be doing the same exact thing. Sally gets a text from Steffi and she needs to leave. Flo comes back in to talk to Wyatt. And she's being absolutely wonderful about this whole thing. I'm not sure if I fully buy that Flo has zero jealousy. Like, none at all. That is hard for me to believe. Wyatt doesn't want Sally to feel like he's tricking her, but he is. Like, really? So, Flo tells him, well, we just won't be together, right? And you'll be with Sally for real now, and it won't be a trick. Interesting. <laughs> Flo insists that he needs to be with Sally. It's the right thing to do. Wyatt thinks this might not be such a good idea. And I agree. But Flo is persistent. She even wants him to ask Sally to move in with him. And I personally think Flo is going to regret this decision. Back at Forrester, Katie goes in to see Ridge and Steffi. And she tells them they cannot fire Sally. Then, to my not surprise, she tells them the truth. What the hell, Katie? I get that she wants to help Sally, but dang, like everyone knows. So be really careful, right, about telling Katie any secrets, okay? You've all been warned. Of course, Ridge and Steffi are in total shock and they feel horrible for Sally. Sally arrives to talk to Steffi and Ridge, and she's convinced that she's fired. And unbeknownst to them, Katie is eavesdropping through, you already know, a crack in the door. Wow, guys, they are killing it, right? Two in one week. So Sally thinks it's over. She's about to be fired. But to her surprise, Steffi and Ridge tell her instead of working on Steffi's collection, they want her to collaborate with Ridge on the couture line. 
That is a really big deal, guys, because everyone knows Ridge does not like to share the spotlight, especially when it comes to his couture line. Sally is over the moon, as you can imagine. She is so happy she's in tears and so thankful. Then Katie walks in acting all innocent. And she acts surprised and so happy to hear the wonderful news. Sally gets a call from Wyatt. He really wants her to meet him at his house. So Sally and Katie leave. Sally goes over to Wyatt's house. And Wyatt is so happy to see her. He tries to convince her to be with him. He really wants to be with her. He needs her to come back to him and move in with him. And poor Sally is very overwhelmed because all of this is just coming at her so suddenly. He professes his love for her and begs her to move in with him. Sally is shocked and she's not convinced that he's really done with Flo or even over her. And there is something that she has to do first before she can answer him. Over at Spencer, Katie meets with Flo. And she tells her that she's so impressed by Flo's selflessness. Flo informs Katie that Wyatt is going to ask Sally to move in with him. And she is a little shocked that Flo seems to be okay with this. Katie is concerned about Flo because this is a very big thing to be okay with. With your man moving in with his ex. Bill comes into the office and they both discuss how they are touched, so touched by Flo's selflessness. And Bill even says that Flo is starting to grow on him a bit. He can't just get over what she did to Liam, but he's starting to see a different side of her. They're all worried that Wyatt's sudden change of heart might tip Sally off that he knows the truth. Katie leaves to go meet Sally and Bill and Flo are just chit-chatting and Wyatt comes in to the office and they tell him that Sally is meeting with Katie right now. Wyatt is worried that Sally might suspect that he knows the truth just because this is all so sudden. Like he just broke up with her and now all of a sudden he's changed his mind again. I totally understand why Sally is reluctant. Bill assures Wyatt that if anyone can get through to her, it will be Katie. Back at Forrester, Sally questions Katie about whether or not she told Wyatt the truth. But Katie convinces her that she hasn't told anyone. And she urges Sally to believe Wyatt and accept his offer. And that is the end of week one. So that brings us into week two. March the 2nd through the 6th. The week opens at Spencer with Bill, Wyatt, and Flo. They are all really hoping that Katie can convince Sally to move in with Wyatt. And Wyatt gets a text from Sally. She wants to meet him at his house. He has a really sad goodbye with Flo and then Wyatt leaves. Do I really believe This is the last time him and Flo are gonna uh, meet up? I don't think so. Over at Forrester, 
with Sally and Katie. Katie has her own slip of the tongue and almost gives herself away. But she quickly recovers. She says, he doesn't pity you. Instead of, he wouldn't pity you. But she plays it off and Sally believes her. And basically, she finally gets through to Sally. Sally is just scared. She wants to let Wyatt in. But at the same time, she's scared he's going to hurt her again. And she's also scared of hurting him by dying. But ultimately, Katie was successful and Sally leaves to go meet Wyatt at his house. So, Sally arrives at Wyatt's house. And after thinking about it, she decides to move in with him. And she is so happy and so is Wyatt. I'm a little confused because is he really happy or is he pretending to be happy? I'm not sure. But he promises he will be by her side forever, no matter what. Clue number two. I was tearing up like a Logan sister when Sally told him that he just gave her a life worth living. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm crying. And it also made me want to punch Wyatt right in the face. <coughs> now we head over to Forrester, where Vinny is stopping by to once again try and make Thomas understand that it is wrong to use Douglas to manipulate Hope. Thomas never learns. Vinny tries to explain that it's not fair to lay his whole future on the poor kid's shoulders. But Thomas does not care as long as he gets what he wants in the end. He uses Douglas as an excuse. Vinny gets agitated and he questions what the hell kind of father Thomas is. Thomas gets angry and Vinny is like, look, I'm worried that all of this will be too much pressure for poor Douglas. Of course, Thomas takes it the wrong way. And he's like, you're right. I need to speed things up. Wow, that is so not what he meant. Across the hall in the executive office, Zoe continues to try and bond with Douglas. But he is not having any of it. Not at all. Hope tells Zoe to just take it slow and they will get there eventually. Thomas comes in and, of course, he mentions that now Douglas will have two mommies, which we all know makes him upset. Hope is angry because now he's upset Douglas again. Thomas tells Zoe they need to talk in private. And when they leave, Douglas has a mini meltdown. He doesn't want a new mommy. He doesn't want Zoe. Then he basically begs Hope to marry his daddy so that he, so that they can be a real family. Wow. Thomas is really using Hope's love for Douglas to manipulate her. Using her love against her. And it's evil, but you have to admit he's really, really good at it. So back in the design office, 
Thomas is trying to convince Zoe that they should get married as soon as possible. But Zoe tells him she's perfectly fine with waiting until Douglas is ready. Naturally, Thomas is not. He wants to get married as soon as possible. Zoe's intuition or gut or whatever you want to call it kicks in and she starts to question his intentions and motives. But, as usual, he turns on the charm and she quickly falls under his spell. And she agrees, let's get married ASAP. But she does want to ease Douglas into the idea. Needless to say, Thomas disagrees. So they go straight across the hall to tell Hope and Douglas immediately. Thomas tries to convince Douglas that everything is going to be fine. They will be a family with Zoe and they'll be happy. But Douglas is not happy and he's not having any of it. He doesn't want to hear it and neither does Hope. Over at Steffi's house with Steffi, Liam, and the girls, they are enjoying family time. And Liam admits that he's having a hard time being away from Hope and Beth. Steffi feels so guilty about the kiss. And the more Liam lets her off the hook and tells her it's not her fault, the worse she feels. Back at Forrester, Thomas tells Zoe that he has designed not one, but two wedding dresses. One for Hope, I mean Hope for the future, and one for Zoe. She's so happy and touched, and I'm thinking, wow, really Zoe, wake the F up. Like, really? Then she leaves because she gets a message on her phone. Hope walks in and she slams the door because she is pissed. She's so angry with the way Thomas is handling this whole situation with Douglas. And Thomas is like, look, you need to realize that things are going to change. And since you won't be with me, I'm moving on. And it's like, okay, do you really think that Hope cares about that? Like, he really thinks that Hope is reacting because she's jealous, but it's not. It's just because she loves Douglas. And Steffi walks in, and she overhears some of their conversation. Hope leaves to go check on Douglas, and Steffi immediately questions Thomas's motives. She figures out his plan to use Douglas to get to Hope. And she's horrified. I didn't understand why she was so surprised. You went along with his plan to break Hope and Liam up. Like, I don't, I was surprised that she was surprised. So, she tells Thomas, just admit it, you want Hope. I really liked this scene because Steffi really told Thomas how it is. She thought that... He really liked Zoe. She really wanted to believe that his relationship with Zoe was real. But now she sees that it's not. Thomas, of course, then reminds her that she's not innocent in all of this, right? Don't forget that part. 
and that she should be thankful he gave Liam to her. Really? Really? <laughs> Steffi does not want Liam this way with lies and manipulations. So Thomas starts freaking out and saying that she cannot tell the truth because she will ruin everything. And this might be her last chance to be with Liam. Across the hall, Carter made up an excuse to see Zoe. It's obvious that he really likes her. Zoe tells Carter the news about the wedding and he's skeptical. He is very concerned that Thomas is going to break her heart. He spoke with Brooke and Liam and he agrees that Zoe is being used. He also thinks she could do a lot better. And I think it caught her a little bit off guard. She knows that he likes her, but I don't think she realizes how much he likes her. Over at the cabin with Hope and Liam, Hope tells Liam the news about Thomas and the wedding. And he's pissed because he knows exactly what Thomas is doing. And he tries to convince Hope that Thomas is still using Douglas and Zoe to manipulate her. And she needs to confront him. But Hope is unsure. She is on the fence. She's she, she kind of believes Liam, but she's trying to give Thomas the benefit of the doubt for Douglas's sake. I just wish Hope would hear him. Liam also tells her that he is not giving up. He might be staying with his other family, but his heart is at that cabin with her and Beth. Now we head back over to Steffi's house with Steffi and Liam. Steffi can't take the guilt anymore. After what she saw and heard earlier when Thomas was with Hope, she has to tell the truth. She tells Liam that it's time he knows everything because it was wrong and she regrets all of it. She confesses. She went along with Thomas's plan. The kiss is all her fault. She tells him the whole story and that Thomas is more obsessed with Hope than ever. She's so sorry and Liam is in shock he is so disappointed and stunned really how in the world could Steffi let this happen she tells him that he was right the whole time and she feels so bad for hurting him and she is so sorry then they agree that she should be the one to tell hope Steffi admits she wanted to kiss him, but she never wanted it to be this way. And this should be no surprise to anyone. If you've watched the show for a while, Liam always lets Steffi off the hook, no matter what she does. He always ends up forgiving her or blaming someone else. Liam blames Thomas. A whole lot more than he blames Steffi because he knows Thomas took advantage of her. In this particular situation, I have to agree with Liam. I do not agree with what Steffi did, but I understand why she did it. Over at the cabin, Thomas stops by to see Hope. And she is still really mad. Really mad. She does not like the way he's treating Douglas. 
She does not get why he can't just take things slowly so Douglas can have time to adjust. But Thomas continues to argue with Hope. He insists that Douglas will just have to deal because Zoe is going to be a huge part of their lives. So Hope, frustrated, goes in to check on Beth and Douglas comes home. And Thomas tells him that he has to convince Hope to marry him instead of Zoe. And that he has to stop the wedding no matter what. Naturally, when Hope comes back into the room, Douglas starts his, I don't want Zoe to marry daddy, I want mommy, etc. Basically a guilt trip. Because the poor kid is confused. Then Hope gets a call from Liam. He needs to see her right now. Their whole future depends on it. So Thomas offers to watch Beth while she's gone. And she lets him, which shocked the hell out of me. I would not leave my child with Thomas <laughs> ever. Now we head to Flo's apartment with Flo and Shauna. And Flo told Shauna about Sally. And I'm like... Wow, Sally is going to be so mad when she finds out that basically everyone knows. Then we have to hear about Shauna's crush on Ridge again. Okay, we've got it, B&B, we've got it. Why can't she crush on someone who's available, right? Shauna is worried that this wedding will reunite Brooke and Ridge. And she's going to be so heartbroken. I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I, I don't get it. Does anyone else find it strange the way Shauna talks about Ridge? She talks like they had this huge love affair. They kissed a few times. And when they were together, all they did was talk about Brooke and Thomas. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. If I'm missing something, just email me and say, look, okay, Hello, this is what you're missing. Over at Forrester with Brooke and Ridge, Ridge is super excited because Thomas is getting married. And then they can get back together. Brooke, of course, is not convinced this marriage will actually happen. And she gets a text from Hope. She needs to go watch Beth. So she leaves. But before she walks out the door, Ridge reminds her that after tomorrow, they will be back together. Back at Steffi's, Hope arrives and Steffi confesses everything. It's all her fault. She tells her the whole story. Thomas was involved. The whole kiss was staged. And Hope is speechless. And that is how week two ends. So that brings us into week three. March the 9th through the 13th. The week starts at Steffi's house. With Liam, Steffi, and Hope. Hope is pissed off that Steffi would go along with Thomas's plan. She feels that Steffi is the master of lies and manipulations. So she doesn't understand why she's even surprised. Steffi clearly has not moved on. And Hope points at the photo on the wall. Let me just say... Steffi used to be so obsessed with Liam, she would do anything to get him and keep him. This obsession 
problem runs in the family, I think. <laughs> but in my opinion, Steffi coming clean and telling the truth before it's too late does prove she's changed. Steffi apologizes again and she urges Hope to forgive Liam. Hope is very angry and she has every right to be, but they do all agree they need to tell Zoe the truth. Liam and Steffi continue to try and convince Hope to forgive Liam. He wants to have a family with her and Beth and Douglas. They can take Thomas down and be together. And then he proposes and she says yes. They are hugging and kissing and they're so happy and they're looking at each other all lovey-dovey. And in this moment, I was happy, but I was also sad because I felt really bad for Steffi because it had to be hard to watch that. Hope calms down and she's not really that mad at Steffi anymore. She's thankful that Steffi told the truth. Liam tells Hope that he's coming home and he finally admits that the ultimatum was wrong. Steffi informs them both that Thomas is not done manipulating and that they have to stop this wedding. They all agree Thomas has to be exposed in a way where everyone will see the truth and he can't talk his way out of it. So Hope comes up with a plan. Thomas's reckoning. They will make him pay. I loved this scene. And I also loved that Hope is the one who comes up with the devious plan. Because it's very unhope-like. And I loved it. She has finally had enough. Over at the cabin... Brooke arrives to watch Beth so that Thomas can go get ready for his wedding tomorrow. A few minutes later, Bill arrives and we all know how much Bill and Thomas hate each other. But they both are civil. Thomas leaves and Brooke and Bill start discussing his farce of a wedding. Bill is being super sweet and supportive, and these two are getting on my frickin' last nerve. He'll always be there for her, etc. He goes on and on about how he will always take care of her, and Bill is really mad at Ridge for being so blind. He offers to protect Brooke and Hope from Thomas, since Ridge won't. Then they hug, and that innocent hug turns into a not-so-innocent kiss. And unbeknownst to them, someone is outside watching them through the window. When I saw this, I thought, wow, who is outside of that window? Brooke pulls away from Bill. And she tells him that he cannot kiss her like that ever again because he's in love with Katie, her sister. Bill clearly isn't sorry for the kiss, but he does agree that it will never happen again. And no one can ever 
know about it. What in the hell is wrong with these two? You know what? Let's keep going because I'm going to have a meltdown. Let's wait until the end to discuss it. Over at Forrester, Shauna stops by to see Ridge, big shocker, to flirt, of course, to talk about Brooke and Thomas, of course, because that's all they talk about. I don't know how you can be in love with someone who clearly is in love with someone else. All they do is talk about someone else. It's strange. It's the same conversation they've been having since the baby story came out, and I'm not going to write it down again. By the way, I really hate the way they're writing Shauna's character. I'm sorry, Denise's character. For instance, if a guy told me, you're nice, we're friends, but I only want Brooke. She's the love of my life. Then I'm going to peace out. I am not going to keep throwing myself at him. But that's just me. Over at Eric's house, Eric, Quinn, and Zoe are finishing up the wedding preparations. And Thomas comes downstairs and he's so excited and so happy for the big day. Douglas follows him downstairs and he sees Zoe and Thomas kissing, which he is not happy about. Zoe leaves and Thomas once again pressures Douglas to do whatever he has to do to get through to Hope and stop that wedding. He tells Douglas to make it happen. What a great dad he is. Guess what, guys? Back at Forrester, Shauna stops by to see Ridge again. Really? Ridge gives her one of his sketches. And to be honest, this is Ridge's fault. He won't tell her, look, I appreciate your friendship, but I cannot hang out with you anymore. Given what happened between us, my wife would not be comfortable with that. Does he do that? Of course he doesn't. Because he loves the attention. Ridge tells Shauna that he will be back with Brooke very soon. And she leaves. Then, I guess he feels a little bit guilty because he immediately calls Brooke to remind her that he wants her back and that it will happen tomorrow. So now it is the next day, the big wedding day. Over at Eric's, everyone is excited for the wedding. Upstairs in Thomas's room, Thomas is still putting the pressure on poor little Douglas. And this kid is going to be so messed up, like I can't even imagine. He's pressuring him, reminding him he has to stop the wedding. Down the hall, Zoe and Steffi are talking and we learn that Steffi is Zoe's maid of honor. And Steffi just tells her straight up that Thomas has been obsessed with Hope for years. And that's why everyone has a problem believing their relationship is real. But Zoe truly believes that Thomas loves her. Really? Really? Back downstairs, people are starting to arrive for the ceremony. Vinny comes in and goes straight upstairs to check on Thomas. He's really worried because if this crazy plan doesn't work, he will be married to Zoe for real. And he just wants Thomas to stop this whole thing before something bad happens. Ridge walks in and he's like, what's going on? What are you talking about? 
Thomas covers, of course. And Ridge is so proud of him, etc. Back downstairs, Hope and Liam arrive and Brooke knows that something is up. She doesn't know for sure what it is, but she knows something is up. And they tell her to get ready for a lot of surprises today. Then Eric tells Quinn that he doesn't expect any drama. And I I actually laughed at that. Really, Eric? With this family? Really? Back upstairs with Zoe, Steffi, and Hope. Zoe is nervous because all of this is happening so fast. And Douglas walks in and he wants to talk to Hope. So Hope and Steffi leave to give Zoe a minute by herself. A couple minutes later, Brooke walks in. And she is nice, or civil, and basically she just feels like she has to warn Zoe about Thomas one last time. Brooke does apologize to Zoe for upsetting her on her big day. And Zoe does understand her concerns, but she has faith in Thomas. Girl. So basically, Douglas just wants to try to convince Hope one more time to stop the wedding and marry his daddy. She tells him not to worry. She's going to make sure that he will always be with her and happy. Hope reassures him that she's going to fix everything and that Everything will be okay. She'll do whatever she has to do to make him happy. And of course, Thomas is eavesdropping through, you guessed it, a crack in the door. Over at Spencer Publications, Bill is daydreaming about his kiss with Brooke. Gross. When Wyatt walks in, Bill immediately starts going off. He wants to take Thomas down because he's hurt Brooke and Hope too many times and it's enough. They agree this whole wedding is a scam. It's a smokescreen. And Bill says, because you know he always has the best, best phrases and one-liners. He says, that deaf, dumb, and blind daddy dressmaker can't see Thomas for what he is. He cannot see the truth. Then they both agree that they need to be more involved in in Douglas's life because he's a Spencer. And they need to protect him from Thomas. I won't argue with that. Back at the wedding, everyone is taking their places. Vinny tries one more time to get Thomas to stop the wedding. But of course, Thomas is convinced Douglas got through to Hope. The music starts and Zoe comes down the aisle and by the way, she looks gorgeous. I loved her hair. Carter starts the ceremony and he doesn't get very far when Douglas yells, no, no, stop it, mommy. And he jumps out of his chair and runs upstairs. Everyone's shocked and everyone's like, okay, what do we do? So Hope follows Douglas upstairs. Then Carter offers to take a break, but Thomas wants to wait for Douglas. Surprisingly, Zoe insists that they keep going. So Carter continues. Apparently, they wrote their own vowels, although Thomas's was ridiculous. 
Zoe starts her vows, and they are really sweet. She vows to be the kind of woman that makes him a better man and a good stepmother to Douglas, etc. And how much she really loves him and, you know, real heartfelt vows. When it's Thomas's turn, he looks very nervous and uncomfortable. And I loved every minute of it. So now it's Thomas's turn to say his vows. And he vowed to be thankful for Zoe every single morning he wakes up next to her. And he will prove his commitment to her every day. And that's basically it. Like, no heartfelt I love yous or no how we met. Like, nothing. And I thought, I can't believe Zoe is okay with this. It's time for the rings. And Thomas is really starting to sweat. He stops the ceremony because he wants to wait for Douglas. But Zoe insists they keep going. And Ridge agrees. So they exchange rings. And now it's time for the official vows. The I do's. Zoe says, I do. With no hesitation. And when we get to Thomas, he's suddenly stalling. He's looking all over he's nervous and he's definitely stalling and then he looks up and hope is standing there in the gown he designed for her with douglas and everyone is stunned to see her standing there hope tells thomas that she cannot let him marry zoe and Zoe looks at, looks at him and she's like, you better not leave me at this altar. And Thomas is like speechless. He's so happy to see Hope. And Carter says, look, who will it be? And Thomas basically says, I have to marry Hope. I love her. She's the mother of my child. I'm sorry. And then Zoe slaps the crap out of him in the face now this is where they truly get him because he forgets about everything for a second and he walks over to hope and he says you've just made me the happiest man in the world brooke jumps up and protests you don't have to do this you don't love him but hope says let me do what i need to do then thomas He's just in this daze, like he forgot about everything and everyone. He admits he's always loved her and that he designed the dress especially for her. And he goes to hug her and she pushes him away. And he stumbles back a little bit. And she's like, I would never marry you. And I'm like, yes, you go, girl. She's wearing the dress to expose him. Steffi told her everything. And Thomas is shocked. She tells him that she knows everything. And that his little plan to use Douglas to manipulate her into marrying him is not going to happen. How could he do such a thing? Naturally, Ridge asked, is this true? No, Ridge, no. Seriously? Tr Thomas tries to get out of it. 
he tells Zoe that she needs to back him up. That was a mistake. Zoe goes off on him. Apparently, she has already had a conversation with Hope and Steffi about this plan. And she was really hoping that they were wrong. And that he loved her and would marry her. She's so thankful to Hope and Steffi that she didn't marry him. Thomas actually tells her that they can still get married and move past this. (laughs) That's hilarious. Zoe will never be anyone's consolation prize. And I don't blame her. Thomas is just busted. And everyone knows the truth about him now. Liam, of course, tells him to just give it up because he's caught. And Steffi admits that she told Hope and Liam the truth about the kiss. Thomas is so angry that she betrayed him. But Steffi explains how they came up with a plan, had the gown delivered to the house, and how she had to tell the truth before it was too late. Ridge almost lost his marriage to Brooke. And Steffi is so upset because they have defended him. And all he does is lie and make them look stupid. Thomas is desperate now. And he tries to bring Douglas into it. He tries to say he was doing all this for Douglas. But Vinny stands up and says, no, just stop putting your kid on the spot. And now Thomas feels so betrayed by everyone. But he has no one to blame but himself. And that's exactly what Brooke tells him. Thomas tries to uh, be, oh, he's going to be a good parent now. And he's like, I'm sorry you had to see this, Douglas. And Hope's like, nope, stop. I already explained everything to him. Everything that you did and the reasons that neither me nor Zoe can marry you. And Douglas has a few things to say to Thomas himself. So he tells Thomas that it was very wrong of him to use him and to make him think that he was going to lose another mommy. And he also informs Thomas that he wants to stay with Hope, Liam, and Beth because he is happy there. He is not happy with Thomas. Eric is very disappointed in Thomas and to me that's like the worst the worst is for Eric to say how disappointed he is in you because everyone loves Eric and Liam finally gets to tell Thomas off in front of everyone he knew that Thomas hadn't changed and that he was evil and that he will protect Hope and Douglas from him Well, this makes Thomas mad because he is not going to allow them to take Douglas from him. And basically, they tell him he has no choice because Douglas has already made his choice. Now, this part I had a little issue with. I agree Douglas should not live with Thomas until Thomas is goes and gets help and is better. But I don't think that they should just completely cut Thomas out of his life because I don't think that's healthy either. But what do I know? So Brooke is proud of everyone for bringing this evil to light. And of course, finally, after a million years, Ridge 
sees Thomas for who he is. And he walks over and he begs Brooke to forgive him. Because she was right all along. Now, Thomas starts to panic. Because he needs Ridge's support. And man, is Ridge upset. Ridge tells him like it is. He will always love him because he's his son, but he is disgusted by his behavior. He learned nothing from the Beth incident. To use Douglas and Zoe, what the hell is wrong with him? And why does he always hurt the people that love him the most? This gets to Thomas and he starts crying. And Hope asked if his tears are even real. That's a, that is a valid question, okay? Because you cannot believe most of the things that Thomas says or does. So basically, Hope tells him that she's going to raise Douglas with Liam and that he will never have her ever. And that he needs to get out of her life for good. And Thomas looks around the room at everyone. And they all look away. And he runs out of the house. Crying his eyes out. Hope has finally taken down the monster. So that brings us to the end of week three. It was a very good week, and I loved it. Now, let's move on to week four, which was last week. So, we are going to start at Monday, the 16th. The show opens at Eric's house, and it is the wedding aftermath. Ridge and Steffi are both worried about Thomas, but Vinny is out looking for him. Everyone is super proud of Douglas. For helping Hope with her plan. And I feel so bad for him. Because he's worried about Thomas being mad at him. Which is sad. But Steffi and everyone else assures him. That everything will be okay once Thomas calms down. And he can stay with Hope and Liam as long as he wants. Across the room. Carter is checking on Zoe to make sure that she is okay. And it's very obvious that Carter is really into her. On the other side of the room, Ridge is apologizing to Brooke and admitting she was right all along. Brooke forgives him because he loves his son and she knows he was hoping that she was wrong. But now he definitely sees the truth. Finally, back over with Liam, Steffi, and Hope. Hope thanks Steffi for being so supportive of their family. Steffi wishes them well and she lets them know that she will bring Kelly to visit Douglas as much as possible. Poor little Douglas realizes that everyone is worried about Thomas and he is also worried. Liam and Hope handle the situation well though and they basically tell him it's going to be okay and they take his mind off of it by talking about other things. So Liam asks if if it's okay if he helps Hope take care of him. And of course Douglas is cool with it because he loves Liam. Liam's always treated him really well. On the other side of the room, Eric apologizes to Zoe for Thomas's behavior and Carter offers to take her home. And I never thought I would say this ever, but 
a little tiny part of me actually feels bad for Zoe. Just a tiny part. They leave and Ridge walks up and Eric lets him know that they will find Thomas and they'll do whatever it takes to get him better. Brooke walks over and she is so proud of Hope for exposing Thomas. And they say their goodbyes and Hope and Liam and Douglas go home. Brooke talks to Steffi and she lets her know that she's very proud of her for doing the right thing. And she's very impressed that Steffi wishes Hope and Liam well. And finally, Steffi sees that Liam and Hope are meant to be together. It's very hard, but she sees that Liam belongs with Hope. And then Steffi decides to come clean and tell Ridge and Brooke the truth about the kiss. And she feels horrible about her part in all of this. But Brooke isn't mean to her or anything. She seems to understand. And Brooke says her, go- says her goodbyes and goes home. Then Steffi and Ridge have a father-daughter moment. Ridge completely understands that she made a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. But she did the right thing in the end. And that's what matters. And I could not agree more. Steffi admits that she's hurting, but she's not sad or jealous because she feels good that Hope and Liam and Douglas and Beth have a, have the family they deserve. I thought that was very big of her and very sweet. Over at the cabin, Liam wants Douglas to help him propose to Hope. So they plan a little secret project. Douglas makes bride and groom t-shirts for Hope and Liam. And he tells Hope that he wants her to marry Liam. He understands now that even if Hope doesn't marry his daddy, she is still his mommy. And Liam really wants to marry Hope right now. They can do the paperwork tomorrow and he doesn't care about any of that. All they need is each other. So of course Hope says yes. And Liam and Douglas are super happy. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us in to Tuesday, the 17th, and we are going to start at Brooke's house. Ridge shows up, and Brooke welcomes him home with open arms. He apologizes again for being stubborn and not listening to her, and he promises he will never doubt her again, because clearly she's way smarter than him. They agree that they are much better together than apart. And Ridge says he will never leave her again. Never say never. Ridge goes to take a shower and guess who calls? Bill. He wants to talk about the kiss. Why? Why? This was already settled at the cabin. But of course, Bill wants to talk about it again. And Brooke shuts him down real quick. It was a mistake. She obviously regrets it and she refuses to discuss it and she hangs up. Ridge comes back into the room and he admits that he can't be without her. And as you can imagine, they definitely make up if you know what I mean. Over at Spencer with Bill and Wyatt, Bill is daydreaming about his kiss with Brooke again, which is annoying me. Bill tells Wyatt that he talked to Liam and he got all the tea on the wedding. 
And so he tells Wyatt everything that happened and Wyatt is shocked. Back at the cabin, Hope and Liam are about to get married and Douglas is going to be the wedding officiant. So Liam puts on the music and Hope walks out in her bride t-shirt and she is glowing. This ceremony was very sweet and Douglas did a really good job. The ceremony starts and they say a few words to each other. Liam is proud and grateful to be Hope's husband. Hope vows to Liam that he has her heart forever. He's always had it and always will. And that he's the only man for her. Douglas had his own vows, which were adorable. He even vowed to eat all his vegetables. They exchange rings. And it's so obvious that they are in love. And Douglas announces them husband and wife. By the way, Scott and Annika killed this scene. They made me cry. I was actually crying like Brooke. Then we get to see their happy little family together. And that's how Tuesday ends. So that brings us in to Wednesday the 18th. The show opens at Brooke's house and she's just waking up and Ridge is not there. So she's a little confused. But then he walks in with breakfast in bed for her, which was very sweet. They recommit to each other. They're super happy. Ridge gives her a gift. It's a digital picture frame for all the new memories they're going to make together. And it's very obvious that these two are super happy. Over at Spencer... With Katie and Bill, Katie tells Bill not to worry about Brooke because she's sure that Ridge and Brooke are reuniting as they speak, which clearly makes Bill feel some kind of way, right? You could just tell by his face, but he quickly hides it. Then they start talking about Wyatt and Sally. Katie is really happy that Wyatt is going to take care of Sally because she really needs him. And Bill is impressed at how Katie has really helped Sally without her even even knowing it. Sorry guys, all of a sudden I can't speak. Katie kisses Bill and reminds him that she survived because of his love and support. And you can tell he's feeling really guilty right now. Now we head over to Wyatt's with Wyatt and Sally. And Sally is so, so happy to be with Wyatt. She doesn't really have much of an appetite, which he definitely notices. And then she goes to pour the orange juice and she's shaking so bad that she spills it everywhere. And Wyatt just pretends like he doesn't notice. Then Sally gets a text from her doctor. Her doctor wants to talk to her as soon as possible. And Sally, of course, lies to Wyatt about the text. Then Wyatt straight up asked her, point blank, if something was wrong, you would tell me, right? And she's like, oh yeah, of course, of course, nothing's wrong. Then the doctor calls her phone and she tells her that she desperately needs to speak to her now. But Sally refuses and hangs up on her. Rude. Now we head over to Eric's house and Shauna and Quinn are gossiping about the wedding. Shauna realizes that right now Ridge is probably back with Brooke. Quinn tells her she should hang in there because they have a history of breaking up. 
And Shauna says something kind of strange. She knows Ridge is all in, but she's not sure about Brooke. Basically, this turns into a Brooke bashing session. And whether you're a Brooke fan or not, I find it so comical that Quinn has the nerve to bash anyone besides Brooke. So basically, Quinn starts listing all the horrible things Brooke has done. And I just have to stop right here because if we made a list of all of Brooke's discretions, they still wouldn't compare to Quinn's. Quinn just goes on and on about how Brooke went through all the Forrester men. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold it. Okay. Says the woman who married Eric. And then right after they got married, had a complete emotional and somewhat physical affair with his son behind his back. Pot kettle. Then we learn that Shauna saw something that has her worried for Ridge. I really wish she wouldn't worry about Ridge so much. He's a big boy. He can take care of himself. He's been with Brooke for 20 years. He's a big boy. And something that really made me laugh is Shauna is like, is Brooke worthy of Ridge? Um, excuse me? What the hell? Are you serious? You mean the guy who kissed both of you? Quinn and Shauna behind her back and then chose her son over her even though he knew his past discretions like really I just found that so funny so the point is we learn that it was Shauna who was watching Brooke and Bill outside of the cabin and she apparently made a video of Brooke and Bill kissing I can't nope I can't I have to be quiet because I'm going to wait to the end. And that's how Wednesday ends. So that brings us in to Thursday the 19th. We're going to start at Forrester Creations with Katie and Brooke. Katie is so happy for Brooke and Ridge. They are finally back together and Brooke is vindicated. Then they start talking about Shauna and how she tried to come between them. Brooke is just really glad she didn't succeed. Katie thinks it's total BS that Quinn tried to push Shauna to go after Ridge in the first place. Rude. Katie tells Brooke she needs to not worry about Quinn and Shauna. She needs to enjoy being happy. Katie assures her that she will always be there for her and she can talk to her about anything. And then they hug and it's so clear, crystal clear, that Brooke feels so guilty about that kiss. Over at Wyatt's house, he has to get to work, but he's reluctant to leave Sally alone. She insists that he goes. A few minutes later, her doctor shows up and she tells Sally, Look, you have to come clean with your family. You cannot hide this forever. And the doctor is right. She can't hide this forever. Now we head over to Spencer Publications with Flo and Wyatt. Flo stops by to see Wyatt. I told you guys, I told you, I called it. There is no way that Flo is going to stay away from Wyatt. There's no way. She never meant that she would really stay away from him. I do not believe it. And the fact that she's visiting him is risky, in my opinion. Because they're supposed to be broken up. 
Wyatt is upset that Sally still hasn't told him the truth about her illness. But Flo encourages him to hang in there and Sally will open up soon. She'll have to. Now we head over to Eric's house with Quinn and Shauna. And Quinn is over the moon. She is basically jumping up and down like a schoolgirl. And if she could, she'd be doing cartwheels. She is so happy they have a video to use against Brooke. I have not seen her act like this in a while. But Shauna is not so sure. She tells Quinn that she's actually thinking about deleting the photo. Or the video, sorry. And Quinn wants to get back at Brooke. So, of course, she's totally against it. She begs Shauna to show the video to Ridge. She's literally jumping up and down. She wants Shauna to take Brooke down. Shauna can prove that Brooke is the slut from the valley. That's what Quinn said. So we finally get the explanation. Shauna explains how she ended up at the cabin. So she tells Quinn that she went to Brooke's house to talk to her about Ridge. She wanted to tell her that Brooke doesn't have to worry about her getting involved anymore. Which is a complete lie. I don't believe it at all. But whatever. She says she couldn't find Brooke. So she searched the property and went to Hope and Liam's cabin looking for her. And she was about to knock. And then she looked through the door and she saw Brooke and Bill in an intimate hug and then she saw them kissing and for some reason she pulled out her phone and started recording it she the way she made it sound like it was almost like an accident like she accidentally got her phone out and started recording really I do have to say that in this situation Shauna did score some points with me because Quinn is really pushing her to use that video to destroy Brooke but Shauna tells her, look, if I do that, then I'm just going to prove all the Logans right. Everything they think about me, I'll just prove that they're right and that it's true. I'll be the vindictive, home-wrecking manipulator that they think I am. But Quinn doesn't really seem to give a crap. Honestly, she's not really that great of a best friend. So Quinn sees that she's not going to be able to convince Shauna to use the video. She even brings up Katie like, oh, well, you got to do it to save Katie. But Shauna just does not feel good about it. She feels like if she does this, then she will be a huge hypocrite because she kissed Ridge and then she's going to go, you know, blast Brooke for kissing Bill whenever they were doing the same thing. So, you know, Shauna decides that's it. I'm going to delete it. So Quinn grabs her phone and she's like, I just want to see the video one more time. So Shauna goes over and makes a drink. And while her back is turned, Quinn emails a copy of the video to herself. What a good friend, right? I told you guys that Quinn is evil. 
and you haven't seen nothing yet, if you're new to the show, just wait. Because Quinn has done some of the most evil things that has ever been done on the show. So Shauna leaves, trusting her friend to have her back and to not say anything to anyone. And when she leaves, Quinn says out loud, got you, bitch. And that's how Thursday ends. So that brings us into Friday the 20th. The show opens at Eric's house and Quinn is so happy she has ammunition to take Brooke down. She keeps watching the video over and over, which is strange. A few minutes later, Ridge arrives to get his stuff so he can move back in with Brooke. And Quinn asks, do you really want to do that? And Ridge is like, look, what is your deal? I'm happy and you're not going to ruin my day. Quinn, of course, doesn't want anyone interfering in her marriage, but she's fine doing it to someone else. So basically, Ridge asked her to let this grudge against Brooke go. They're devoted to each other, and that's the end of it. And Quinn is evil. When Ridge goes upstairs, she has the most evil grin on her face. Now we head over to Shauna's apartment with Flo and Shauna. Flo is venting about Wyatt and Sally. She really hopes Sally tells Wyatt the truth. And Shauna, like myself, does not buy that Flo is completely okay with Wyatt and Sally being together. But Flo assures her that she trusts Wyatt completely. Then they start talking about Ridge again. And Shauna says Thomas might not be the only issue that they have. And she really hopes that Brooke doesn't break Ridge's heart. Now we head over to Forrester Creations with Eric and Brooke. Eric is so happy for Brooke and Ridge. Their family is complete again. And Brooke thanks Eric for his support, even though Quinn disagrees. Then Brooke calls Shauna Quinn's BFF from the desert. And Eric laughs because she sounds just like Stephanie. Brooke agrees to be civil to Quinn for Eric's sake. And Eric believes, he actually believes, that Quinn only wants what's best for the family. And that she's a big supporter of Brooke and Ridge. Um, excuse me, what? And Brooke is like, seriously? You really think that? So Brooke and Eric both leave to go home. Eric arrives home and he's really happy to see Quinn. And he tells her all about Brooke and Ridge being back together and how Ridge got Brooke a digital frame as a gift. And he's so excited to add some photos. He's really happy that his son is happy. So as soon as Eric turns his back, to get his martini, Quinn uploads the video of Bill and Brooke kissing, and she is so pleased with herself. She she just is smiling from ear to ear. Keep smiling, bitch, because when Eric finds out, you won't be smiling anymore. Over at Brooke's house, she arrives home, and Ridge has moved back in. And they are both so happy. 
They are looking at the frame and admiring their memories. And then they start kissing. And the video pops up. Sure enough, she really did post it. But neither of them notice it. Because they're too busy being happy and kissing and hugging. So they don't even notice it. Now we head over to Wyatt's with Wyatt, Sally, and Dr. Escobar. Wyatt is speechless. Sally finally opens up to him about being sick. But his acting skills aren't so good because she figures out he knew in like two seconds. And she's pissed. She demands to know if all of this was an act. Did he do all of this out of pity or obligation? Did he even mean anything he said to her? He admits that he did exaggerate a little bit about his relationship with Flo. And he tells her he's not really broken up with Flo exactly. Sally is pissed. She is so upset that he lied to her. And once he says that, that's it. She's done. She gets up. She starts grabbing her stuff. And she is had it she's done she's leaving dr escobar and wyatt tried to get her to stay but she's over it she gets so worked up that she has an episode and falls down it scares the crap out of wyatt and he refuses to let her leave he wants to be with her for all the right reasons that's what he says Then, they both convince Sally that she has to fight and she can't just give up. And that Wyatt needs to take care of her. He assures her that he's here for her no matter what. So, she agrees to stay. Before we get to the end, I have to say, it did strike me a little odd That she gave in so easy. I figured that she would storm out of there. Go tell Flo off. Go tell Katie off. But instead she gave in. And she stayed. So Wyatt decides to leave. So that she can talk to her doctor in private. And then the biggest bomb was dropped. I was So shocked. I did not see this coming. All of this. The whole thing. The illness. The shaking. The episodes. The doctor. The whole thing is a lie. (music) Sally is not sick at all. And Dr. Escobar is in on the whole thing. And Sally yells at her and she says, what do you want me to do now? You want me to tell him the truth? I can't tell him that I'm not sick. I can't tell him that this is all a lie. I was blown away. I was completely stunned. And that's how Friday ends. So that brings us to the end of the week. It was amazing these past four weeks. So good. You guys know what that means. It's time to analyze all of this. So I can bitch and complain because that's my favorite thing to do. 
Don't worry, guys. I know this is a long episode. I'll make it as short as I can. First, let's talk about flow. I don't buy that flow is completely okay with Wyatt being with Sally. I think she has no choice. She's kind of backed into a corner because she has to be supportive or she will look like a selfish bitch. Okay? She would. B&B really wants us to fall in love with Flo and to like her. Sometimes it's hard for me. I hope that the real Flo is the Flo that we've been seeing the past few months ever since the baby story ended. I'm positive that she will regret agreeing to this, to the whole thing, why it being with Sally's situation. Especially after what we know now, I think Flo's really going to get hurt. Now, let's talk about Wyatt. This is so strange. My emotions are all over the place this episode. Because I went from being really upset with Wyatt for tricking Sally to feeling sorry for him in like a matter of minutes. It's very confusing. I was mad that he was tricking Sally, and now I feel bad for him. They are really playing with my emotions, okay? They really are. And when Wyatt finds out the truth, wow, he is going to lose it. Remember, he absolutely hates and will not put up with lying and keeping secrets. Now, let's talk about Bill and Brooke's kiss. I feel that it's very unfair that Brooke is going to get so much heat for this kiss. Why is it okay for Ridge to kiss Shauna and hide it for months? But when Brooke does it, she's a horrible, horrible person. I think it is such a double standard and I don't like it. And if you really want to get technical, Brooke and Ridge were still separated when this kiss happened. So it's really unfair in my opinion. Should she tell Ridge? Yes, of course she should. But Ridge waited months to tell her the truth. And when he had his little emotional affair with Quinn and they kissed several times, he never intended on telling her about that at all. He was going to keep that a secret. But Brooke caught them kissing red-handed on the beach. So he had no choice but to come clean. I really hope this does not destroy Ridge and Brooke's marriage or Katie and Bill's relationship. Because I think it was a mistake. I don't think Brooke wants to be with Bill. And I hope... That Ridge can understand and get over it. And I hope that Katie won't be devastated. But we all know she will be. Which makes me so angry because I really like Katie. I feel like it's very obvious that Brooke feels guilty and regrets that it ever even happened. But I'm not convinced that Bill feels the same way. Because we've seen him twice now daydreaming about his kiss with Brooke and that is not a good thing 
I don't, I do not like them together. You guys already know that. I just don't. And I don't want Quinn to win. I guess that's part of it. It really is. Now, let's talk about Hope and Liam. I am so happy for them. I am very proud of Hope. She pulled off their plan flawlessly. She made Thomas show his true colors, and it was amazing. I hope that Hope and Liam stay together for a while, because they deserve to be happy with Beth. And there's something else I was thinking about. I know that a lot of people do not like Liam and Hope because they think they're boring. I feel differently. I don't think they're boring necessarily. They're not the most exciting, but I do think they make the soap opera more realistic. They ground the soap opera, so to speak, because in real life, not everyone is a Quinn or a Bill, right? Not everyone is a liar, cheater, schemer. My sister reminds me so much of Hope. I wonder if that's why I like her so much. (laughs) But my sister is so sweet, soft-spoken, and just everyone loves her. And so to me, Hope and Liam keep the soap opera somewhat realistic, which I like because it's supposed to be these people's real life. Now, let's talk about Thomas for a minute. The wedding was so satisfying to watch. He deserved every minute of that humiliation. Every second he deserved. He messed with Hope one too many times. And she had enough. The gown was such a nice touch because it really convinced him. And now everyone knows the truth. He's insane and he's a horrible father. I think that it was fitting that he ran out of the house crying. But it makes me nervous because I wonder what he'll do next. Like, is he going to try to kill Liam? (laughs) Because when Thomas has something that he's working towards, he has a goal, he does horrible things, right? Imagine if he has nothing to lose. He doesn't have his son. He cannot have hope. He feels like everyone betrayed him. So I am nervous about what he is going to do. Now, let's talk about Shauna. As you all know by now, she's not my favorite person. But she did score a lot of points with me for deleting that video. She could have easily went straight to Ridge with that video and destroyed everything. What bothered me was that it made no sense that she would be the one at Brooke's house. She just happened to show up at Brooke's house at the exact moment they were kissing. Not not only that, it's not even just that. It's like Shauna being at Brooke's house, period, is it just makes no sense you don't normally go to your enemy's house but on top of that 
fine, I'll let that go. I'm being too picky. But if you go to someone's house and you knock on their door and they clearly are not home, you don't normally search the grounds, okay? And then go to their daughter's house, who, by the way, hates you and your daughter. You don't normally go to their house to track this person down. Like, it just seemed very unrealistic to me. And you know what? I'm probably just nitpicking too much. I'm, I've probably overthought this way too much. But that's the first thing that popped into my mind was, well, it really doesn't make sense that it's Shauna. Anyway, she definitely gained points with me. Because the fact that she doesn't want to be labeled as a homewrecker, as a manipulator, she doesn't want the Logans to think of her that way, shows that she does have some morals and she really doesn't want to get rich that way, which definitely scored her some points with me. I do feel very sorry for her because Quinn is really not that great of a friend, in my opinion. She went behind her back, and it's obvious that she cannot trust her BFF. Speak of the devil. Let's talk about Quinn for a second. She is still evil. She's always been evil, and she will continue to be evil. She's very good at hiding it. But I knew that she would not be able to hide it forever. Eric has a thing for women that are crazy. But this time, I think she really messed up. Because I think she's going to lose everything. Eric does not play when it comes to his family. Not to mention, Eric specifically asked her to stay out of Ridge and Brooke's marriage. Period. She's laughing now, but she will be crying later. When she gets kicked out of the mansion, her portrait comes down, she probably gets fired from the company, and she loses everything, she won't think that this is so funny in the end. Not to mention it's just mean. Like, it's downright mean. She could go to Brooke and ask her about it. She could even go to Brooke and say, look, I can't pretend like I don't know this, so I'm giving you an opportunity to tell Ridge, or I'm going to tell him. There's a million ways she could handle this, but actually sending the video to the gift that he gave her is, wow, that is mean. Now let's talk about Steffi. I am so, so, so proud of Steffi. She did the right thing, and I hope that this time she is really over Liam. She deserves so much better. She will never be number one in his heart. And it took guts for her to tell the truth. All I want for Steffi is for her to find a good man who is only in love with her and for her to be happy. Last but not least, Sally. I am so stunned. I was completely stunned. I did not see this coming at all. Kudos to the B&B because they got me good. Of all the scenarios, 
This one never even crossed my mind. What in the hell is Sally thinking? When Wyatt finds out, she will lose him forever. Not to mention, when all of this comes out, she will probably lose her job. She will definitely lose her new friend Katie and everything that she loves. This is beyond destructive. I don't really even know how I feel about this. I'm still kind of in shock, a little bit confused. Like, I'm having a hard time with this because I absolutely love Sally. She's like one of my favorites. So I don't even know what to think. I am mad at her, but because I love her, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, I don't know if she's doing this because she just wants to get Wyatt for herself and away from Flo. Or if she's doing this because it's all revenge. Like she, at the end, she's going to laugh at him and be like, ha ha, that's what you get for breaking my heart over and over. I, I'm not sure where they're going with this. I can't even honestly tell you if I'm mad or happy or if I'm like going to hate her now. I don't even know. Like I need time to process all of this. Because it really caught me off guard. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for being loyal listeners. And I really want to know what you guys think. Please get in touch with me. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also email me. My Email address is amanda at theboldandbeautifulpodcast.com. I need to know what, what all of you think about this because I'm stunned. Thank you so, so much for listening. I am not going to give a specific time frame like I normally do of when the next episode will be out because I honestly don't know yet. It depends on how everything goes. I'm going to try to be back in two weeks, but I will post on my socials and keep you guys updated. Thank you guys again for listening. Please be careful and stay safe. I'll be back in your ears as soon as I can. Until next time. Bye, guys.